and 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 this template of consciousness is what ancient man and that's what we all do we project it onto the night sky in a in a way that young clearly explained through the faculties of projection and inflation and so we have the phenomenon known as the zodiac so it's not about rocks floating in space with some sort of magic rays affecting consciousness in the way that most people would normally think you know what the layman thinks and what a lot of astrologers are you know misgivingly perhaps they haven't done a lot of you know homework because it's really an extension of the psychology of human beings and when you get into that then you start to realize what these ancient shaman were talking about they were very up on this see modern astrologers and the people who have their you know bestsellers out there and their books on the spinner racks you know they may call their work archetypal they may use phrases like uh, you know spiritual archetypal hermetic or psychological and then they go on to show you that they really don't have much clue about what those words really mean but you track back and start getting into the druidism and into the maya and into the ancients and they absolutely understood that there's a tremendous connection between the microcosm and the macrocosm and it was basically uh, my uh, interest in that that started to open up the door about prophecy in general whether you're talking about the coming age of Aquarius or the ending of the old cycle of Pisces you know tracking back to Akhenaten when it was the age of Aries moving into Pisces then we have the Christian myth mythos you see arising in Pisces then there's the supposition that we're moving into another age you know whether you look at it from that point of view or whether you're looking at it from the point of view of what the Maya said where there is a potential uh, age of awakening uh, you know which is then very much uh, corroborates what I believe is in the book of Revelation and so on which is again a book of prophecy within the Bible there's lots of prophecy astrology and sidereal mythology within the Bible so this is basically to answer your question you know what started me it was looking at the astro theological aspects was looking at the prophetic aspects of the Bible and the ancient scriptures. Now, talking about the Maya, I noticed uh, some of the things I've seen that, that you've written, uh, you believe that this change, whatever is going to happen in 2012, has already started. Could you elucidate on that a little? Well, in, even in the Maya prophecy, they don't talk about it happening overnight. They're talking about a series of changes, a series of ages that open and close, certainly. Certainly within astrology, that, that's a given, because you have, of course, the, 12, the famous 12 houses. And in the Egyptian system, they talked about even 36 houses. And, and you know, there's other miscellaneous systems out there, but uh, the idea that there are these uh, houses that open, you know, the, the planets and the sun and the luminary move to their peak, and then these cycles close again, is very, very important. Uh, it's important to realize that there are these mini cycles, um, as and these certain milestones, we've just passed a very important milestone within the last 30 days uh, regarding the planet Pluto. Uh, back in 2007, there was an important, uh, you know, uh, sort of uh, archetypal um, milestone around the year 2007. So we have the mini ones, and then we've got the larger ones. Some the Maya would, the Maya prof prophetics are talking about the 13-year, you know, cycles. But in every discipline, whether you're talking the Vedic system, or whether you're talking some sort of a Druidic system, or whether you're talking the Vedic system of India or the Western systems of England, yes, that's what you have. You have ages, you have aeons, again, picked up in the Bible. An esoteric reading of the Bible, you hear mention of the aeon, and uh, the Christ talking about that I will come again at the end of the age, you know? And uh, this also is astrological. This can be interpreted astrologically. So it's very, very important for people to be aware of these cycles because what happens on the calendar, as I said, and what happens in the zodiac is really, you know, a projection of what's happening in consciousness. So this is how personal it gets. It affects societies, but it affects individuals as well. So the zodiac, the zodiac is the celestial uh, timepiece. 
and it's not just some arbitrary thing out there. It's, it's actually much more important than the watch that you have on your hand and the clock we have on our walls. And the reason why they, those clocks, even today, you know, you traditionally have 12 divisions is based again on the, on the Zodiac having the 12 divisions. It's very, very important information. So if, if something is happening already, um, are there signs that we could see that we can talk about? If you have the pattern recognition to notice it, um, because the very word sign comes from the old word sin, which meant the moon. So even when you uh, talk about, hey, I, I've just had a sign, you know, and the way that they would even use the word omen. If you go back and track back into what appears to be the folk legends and the fairy folk tales, and even the etymology, the words that we use, you know, you're dealing with the moon, you're dealing, you're dealing with the luminaries, you're dealing with the sun. And my goodness, look at religion. You know, a lot of my work emphasizes the solar aspects and also the Saturnian aspects and the stellar aspects of religion. So absolutely, if you have the pattern recognition, then just like Joseph Campbell said,